0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode number 53, and we are back on a very special, laborious Labor Day. That's right. Ben and I are here.
1: Ben, how's everything going? I'm a little thrown off by the new improv intro that just happened here. Sorry about that. It's It's Labor Day, man. I'm just winging it. It's Labor Day. It's a vacation over here. Uh, things are okay. I, I mentioned before the show to you that bad news, or, or bad happenings. Tell me these bad happenings. So, uh, I was playing uh, Doom Eternal on my computer. My new, my okay. new computer that I just built not a month ago. I went to shut it down, and it was like, oh, shut down and install updates. I shut it down, and then I just hear it on, like still on. So then I I turn my, because it's connected to my TV, so I turn my TV back on, and there's no output to the TV, but the computer's just on. Eventually, I figure out there's a flashing light on the motherboard indicating a CPU problem somehow, even though I just used it and have been using it for a month. Oh my gosh. So I don't know what that means or how something could fail like that. You know what I mean? Like, usually you get that error when you build the PC, not... A month later. Yeah, not after you've been using it. Yeah. And it it happened at such a weird time. I was like, this was clearly when it was doing a Windows update that this happened. Something happened. crap. But that's like to the BIOS. So now I got to go and see if I can flash the BIOS. And if that does anything. And then if that doesn't do anything, I got to try and take out the CPU and put it back in. Which means I got to find my thermal paste and all that shit. Because I'd have to undo that and then redo that, which is not fun. Uh, And then if that doesn't work, I have to RMA the board, which is fucking stupid because it all worked. (laughs) Like, how do you go from working to not working? And this happened, of course, when I was going to go to bed, right? It's like, oh yeah, it's time to go to bed, go to bed early so I can wake up for the podcast. Oh, the computer's broken. Guess I'm staying up for another hour and a half to dick around with it and not fix (sighs) anything.
0: That sucks.
1: Yeah, so, ironically, it was right after I finished Doom, so, I, I, it's not like, oh, at the last level, no, I'm done. <laughs> Don't need this anymore. I guess the computer's <laughs> like, well, yeah, see you guys. <laughs> so, hopefully, that, I guess the good news is, it's not like Cyberpunk's out in a week, so, I could probably get this resolved fairly quickly and not miss much, but, it sucks. Oh, gosh, is it, is it really coming out in a week? What? No. Oh. It's not no, coming wait. out in a week. It got delayed. That's right. Never mind. Okay, I'm living in a fantasy world. Sorry. Yeah, It's, it's not coming out. And also, okay. if that did happen, I still have my old computer, because as we were talking about before the show, I, how do you throw things away? You just accumulate shit, so I could just use exactly. my old computer.
0: Before we get to that great topic, Ben,
1: I want to remind everybody that you can find new and
0: old episodes of this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, and TheGameFanatics.com. We're also streaming live on Twitch.tv/slash low last checkpoint on Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Join us, catch up with us there. Except
1: for today. Except
0: for today. Oh, yeah. Except for today because it is Monday. Um, special holiday celebration episode. Sometimes I for- I don't really
1: know what holiday it is. I'm just happy yeah. I'm off of work. You know? It's always a surprise to me. It's like, oh, there's a what day? Okay, all right. But I don't know. Yeah. I never understood Labor Day. I also never looked into it.
0: True, true. (laughs) Like I don't. Well, we're not gonna do that here because uh, on this podcast we (laughs) we talk about the latest video game news and talk about games that we're playing. But before we get there, um, we're gonna discuss (laughs) hoarding. (laughs) (laughs) Hoarding. Now, so I was in my garage earlier looking for a specific tool because I needed to basically cut another hole into this self homemade desk where i keep all my computer stuff because i was like moving my computer stuff around and i was like man this cord is really short if i if i string it through here so i needed to make another hole to kind of adjust my whole monitor set hmm. so i needed a tool to make the hole whatever i'm in my garage and i'm just like looking at everything and i'm like where did all this shit come from <laughs> why do i have crap? where did all this come like and i'm looking at it i'm like we just accumulated all this stuff over uh-huh. the years and you know like that's a that's it's fine, like, because it's just so much stuff. And I'm just like, I can see that being useful one day. I could see this having use at some point someday. This thing we've never opened might be useful. Um, and then I started realizing, like, this is how people become hoarders. This is how people end up with those yards hmm. full of, like, old cars. Oh, no. Old tractors. Um, I know hoarding's more connected to, like, <laughs> different th- different reasons it's not like the that, cars like, in the yard but yeah. yeah yeah but yeah like like uh more they, they have like more like emotional and mental distress when it comes to hoarding but this is more like i we just have a lot of shit <laughs> and right. it's just like and uh and kind of like on your side you have your own type of hoarding that you have
1: right well i have all I, basically every computer i've ever owned i still have um I guess Blockers. for the last ten or plus years, so every laptop as well, um, including a work laptop I had about six years ago. So I just have oh all this stuff. I don't know what to do with it. Like, I ha- like What do I do with an old laptop? You can't just throw that away. So I just have it. And I see. I- and
0: this is this is the discussion I was having with my wife because we have an old TV, like a one of our right. old TVs that we had on our wall that we took down because we've replaced the t- like. You know, you replace one TV and then you, we shift it around all the other TVs because, you know, you get the, the next biggest one down to the next one to the, like, we just shifted everything. Mm-hmm. So then we end up with this extra TV that we want to get rid of. And it's kind of like, well, we can't just toss it in a garbage can and let the garbage <laughs> man ya. take it. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. Uh, you'd but sell you it,
1: I guess. But this one is not sellable. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely Well, not. that's the same thing with these laptops. I can't sell these laptops. Exactly, you can't. I don't so know. So what do we do with this shit? I I know there's some kind of electronics recycling, but I've never looked into it further than knowing that it exists. Um which which would probably be the way to do it. And I think you can take some stuff to Best Buy and then cuz I know they do the the printer ink stuff too just shut like sitting there trying to shove a tv into that box <laughs> you just go into best buy you put it in the cart. and you just wheel it in and say nope and leave <laughs> just put it right next to it's it. your problem now
0: <laughs> fuckos. i did the right thing i did the good thing i did the environmentally friendly thing yeah i'm saving the environment you just leave yeah yeah thank you there's those times where i wish i lived next to an ocean i just drive by the ocean just
1: wow that's Whoops. so much worse than throwing in the dumpster <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like me because i had my when i bought my new tv i put the old tv in the living room for no one because it, you would come in here and we watch the new tv i live alone like, exactly What was this tv exactly. for like demon souls on the tv Oh, yeah, there you go. I but That's what I did. I put my old consoles and hooked it up to it. But now it's in the other room. The it, old station. It's the old station. I got the NES Classic over there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what to do with any of this shit. And I'm starting to accumulate a bunch of stuff, too. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you on that.
0: It's uh, There's just so much stuff. And, like, I think I would feel better if I got rid of a ton of stuff that I didn't need. But then it's kind of like... What if I need it in the future? You know, that's, that's that hoarder's mentality.
1: Well, I, I don't think I brought this up. My parents are moving. Um, oh. So the last couple of years. What are they weeks, moving to? Just a, another place. Um, oh, okay. A smaller place. <laughs> They're like leaving you. Yeah. So yeah, we're, um, I'd, we're I'd be like, moving. do whatever you want. Yeah, do shit for me. But, like, but they have a bunch of my stuff <laughs> that oh. they just had since forever. Like almost 10 years just there. And so I've been going over there and going through old papers and game cases and books and bringing a lot of it back here so now i have more shit here yeah but it was my shit and it's just it's just stuff everywhere man awful yeah i uh (laughs) so i
0: had my um the reason why we didn't record yesterday is because i had my niece and nephew over and it was going to make it really hard for us to record um, so I pushed the recording to today, which actually ended up working out for us because we have some extra news, yes. which is always nice. Um, but so I was hanging out with uh, with my nephew and he was showing me some games on his tablet. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there looking at all these mobile games and he's playing them. And I'm just like, God, these kids like these kids, this generation are getting raised so wrong on these mm-hmm. mobile games. He's like super stoked to be playing this like dinosaur game where they've got like rocket launchers attached to him, and it's How basically like. How old is like
1: this kid? I, I missed. That. He's
0: he's like five or six. Oh uh, um, okay. And uh, <laughs> it's basically like Fortnite crossed with like Jurassic World. That's cool. <laughs> so it's it's cool, but I'm just like. He was like, "Oh, do you like playing? Um, do you want me to put this game on your phone so you can play?" I was like, "No, I have a hard time with touch controls. Like, the only thing I play right now is Peggle Blast." Like that's the only thing I can mm-hmm. play because touchscreens, I just can't play with those. I just can't do it. I don't like it. Either. And I told him, and he's like, "Oh, you just like playing with controllers." I'm like, "Controllers, a keyboard. Like that's the way I was raised." Yeah, my hands don't work on touchscreens. I can barely type on them. I can barely text. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm-hmm. not, it's just not right. It's just like, like I think like my kids like both. They like tablets and controllers. So where other kids that are, you know, they're not like like his parents really don't put him on a video game system like he has a PS3 but they're not like super hardcore into the video games so he just has his tablet and his PS3 every now and then. But he's full on on his
1: tablet I'm just like
0: These kids are getting raised wrong, man. Getting yeah. raised wrong.
1: Got to change that. I don't think I'd give my kid a tablet until they were like 12 or something. Well, now you need
0: them. Nowadays you need them. For like we we have to use them for school. Like they use them in school nowadays. Um oh. pretty early on. And so like and for our kids, we we had them like for road trips and stuff like that, and um, just at home for like. It's called a book. Oh, they do that too.
1: Okay.
0: Mm. Read, read, I read know. those. Read those uh, Captain Underpants books. I mean, they do all the things. The thing is, they
1: just devour that stuff so quickly. Mm. We have to keep rotating more things. I wonder what we're doing to the nation's youth with all this technology. Yeah. Well, it's been
0: even crazier with uh, this whole pandemic stuff to try to find more and more stuff to entertain them.
1: How, entertain yourself. You're a kid. Play with toys. Oh, we do that too? To Get them toys? Kids are dumb. Board games? You know what? Kids are dumb. I'm
0: done I with think them. the problem is, is they're, they're, too, they're getting too smart. Is that what it is? Yeah, because they've got problems with their tablets and stuff. I'm just like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to work this thing, man. You tell them to figure it out your tablet. I I do. I'm like, you know what? Even the Xbox. They're like, hey, the Xbox is doing this thing. I'm like, I don't really know how to work the Xbox. I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: You're on your own on that. (laughs) I think we're all stupid and kids are the worst. Yeah, you can say that. (laughs) (laughs) And I want kids, but (laughs) they're still stupid.
0: (laughs) Anyways, Ben, we are a video game news podcast.
1: I think we should get Fine. to some of this awesome news. Oh. What's our topic of the show? Let's dive right into the biggest news of the last week, which was the Mario 35th anniversary extravaganza direct thing. They, they are the Mario. Yeah, they just put out. Didn't even really tease. <laughs> just happened. Yeah, they kind of just bombarded us with a lot of Mario. A lot of Mario. So there's a bunch of different things in here. Let's uh, just start with how it's listed on the dock. With Mario 3D All-Stars, which is out in, what, like 10 days? 11 days from this recording. Uh, yeah. Which includes Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, there's also this weird thing about it's going to go away at the end of March. Which is odd. Like, they're only going to sell the physical until March, and then they're not going to let you buy the bundle of those games until March. Really weird. Really weird. I would assume that's because then they're going to have them a la carte after that point. Yeah. Like, this is just a special deal. Um, I can't, I mean, they can't, you can't buy this and download it, and then March comes around and they're like, nah, you can't, you're on this anymore. So they have to still have it on there, and it makes no sense to not keep it there. Um, it is odd, though, and they, the way they worded it was especially strange. <laughs> like they're just gonna remove it, and people are talking like it's the Disney Vault. Well, I, that's stupid. That was always <laughs> we gonna put it in the Mario pipe. No, yeah, the Mario <laughs> question mark block. <laughs> it's yeah. awful, but I, I like this collection overall. I would have liked Mario 64 to be in widescreen. Um, there's, there's some weird things with it. Like, I'm going to wait for a review to kind of go into the negative and positive points of it before I buy it. But I, I probably will get it because I do want to play Sunshine and Galaxy's great. I haven't played that in 12 years, so that, that'll be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get it because I haven't played all the way through Sunshine and I
0: also haven't finished or ever played Galaxy. Oh, yeah, definitely get it for that. Yeah, I definitely don't care about Mario 64. I would have preferred Mario Galaxy 2 because that's another one that I've
1: never played over Mario 64, which I'm just tired of looking at, to be honest. Same. I, I do kind of want to play it and beat it just to say I have, but i, I never beaten it. But that game is just not fun <laughs> to me. I don't, it's really hard to go back to, to Mario 64. If you didn't play it as a kid, Jesus Christ, that that it's unplayable if you have no nostalgia for it. There's no way. Uh, so there's that happy fun time. They did make Sunshine in a, a widescreen, and they're kind of up-resed, I guess you could say. So That's cool. As much as that was a 480p, I think Galaxy also was a 480p game. Jesus. Um, but it remains to be seen what they did for certain control aspects, like the the GameCube triggers were. Uh, what is the? There were pressure, so you could squirt the water out at different pressures, but the switch doesn't have that. So I wonder what they changed um, for that, and also for the motion controls in Galaxy.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see the the adjustments that they make for yeah. for Sunshine.
1: But that's exciting. This is this is good news. This is pretty much what we thought was gonna happen. Um. So, so yay. Moving on to Mario 35? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Super Mario 35?
0: So I thought Mario 35 was like the name of the, the Battle Royale one. Like yeah. the one that's going to be on Nintendo.
1: I think that's what it is, right? I don't even care enough to, to like. But it, it starts <laughs> on, on October 1st. This is like Tetris 99 where you can see all the screens on the side and you're running through Mario 1, hitting bad guys and they pop over to someone else. That's neat. Uh, I'll try this out, but the internet on the Switch is so terrible. I don't know how long I'll try this out for.
0: Yeah, it worked okay with Tetris 99. Yeah, so I imagine this would be pretty good.
1: Okay, we'll see. But that's another thing that ends at the end of March because of reasons. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a. That's no. another one of those. Like, let's
1: just remove it. Someone, it's forget, like why why are you making this such a limited what offer we, what if we made games and only had them available for six months huh what? yeah like
0: they're gonna lose the mario license or something
1: <laughs> it's like you're nintendo someone was i get on watch show talking about it where they put out tetris 99 as a thing you could buy and they were saying well maybe they'd do that for that but i don't know it it, it is strained and i don't think to me it just seems like nintendo doesn't trust having um a large player base for something like they do they want to avoid the scenario where there's no one playing it so you make it limited so that everyone plays it for that six months and then it never has that year after release when no one's there which i guess is smart i i don't know this this game seems like a fun it would be a fun single player game too just to just simulate it i don't care just pretend that it's online. I don't know. It's like Mario Kart Tour where, it, oh, yeah, I'm racing all these people. Like, you know you're not. <laughs> but it, it felt good enough.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. I think this one's going to be fun to try. Tetris, to me, is, gets a little too intense and a little bit, um, a little too difficult at a certain point once you reach, like, the top, yeah. top 30 or something. I mean, at a certain point, it's just like, I, I can't take this. It's too much, too much pressure. But I can imagine Mario would be really fun.
1: Yeah, and I like seeing games that take that formula in different genres. Yeah, cool. Speaking of That's different standard. genres, all together, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit is out in, in uh, mid October, October sixteenth, and it's a augmented reality cart that you like. You get a real cart with a camera on it, and then the camera feed is to your Switch. So you can watch it race around your house in a custom track you made. Yeah. (sighs) Which is really stupid, but also really cool. (laughs) It's, you know, I think cool for
0: the younger crowd. Yes. I I could not see myself wanting to play this. I think if it's something my kids wanted to play with, like setting it up and trying it out would be really cool. But
1: other than that, that's about as much appeal as it has. If I had... Like it's... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know how well this is going to work on carpet and everything is carpeted. I feel like most places have carpet in them. Maybe that's just me and where I've lived my life is mostly carpeted. Yeah. But I don't know how it's well going to ruin the game work. if uh
0: if the dog attacks your Mario Kart at, <laughs> in the Dude, middle of the game. <laughs> but
1: that would be really cool where you're just playing the game like you're racing on the track and then you come to the, the track and there's just a dog in the track. Like Get out of the way. <laughs> I wonder if there's a horn functionality and you could press a button and then the little cart honks in the world. It'd be cool if it, if it shot things, you know? Well, that seems like it's not going to work. <laughs> uh, it they was that with Legos. It was neat. Like if you get hit with a shell, the cart just stops. That's, that's oh, cute. Yeah. Uh, this would be fun if you had like a house in Home Alone or a house in a movie where it's just giant and you have a bunch of shit in it as opposed yeah, to an actual yeah. real world house where this would not work at all. So
0: yeah, my um for Christmas my son got like the uh he got like this Super Mario Car you know those those uh track race cars that they're like on the magnets and you just hold down the button and they they go like on one track really quickly oh. around in circles so yeah. he got a Mario Kart themed one and the track ends up being really huge and you can kind of change it up and everything like that and that was really fun because they on certain turns they don't actually even stick to the track and they kind of like slide into each other and would turn. Um, so we messed with it a couple times and then eventually he like dismantled the track and then we haven't put it back together ever since. <laughs>
1: Just destroyed it. Uh oh, yeah, no, which I
0: imagine that. would be the same thing that happens with this, along with uh what was that? Uh Nintendo Labo. Same thing. Built mm-hmm. everything once, played with it once, never
1: touched it again. <laughs> right. I this this could be really cool. I do I do love this idea. I would almost rather I don't know. I think it'd be fun if you could you could race along the track a couple times, and it takes all that video feed, and then I can play it. So then I'm playing in someone else's house somewhere else. I think that'd be neat, but that'd be, that's not really going to happen. Uh, that'd be cool, yeah, like kind of upload your track. Mm-hmm. That that would be cool. I think Mario Kart in a Toy Story environment sounds fun to me, but... Oh, they should add that to Kingdom Hearts. It's weird that... So, Japan is notorious for having, like, small living, especially in Tokyo and in places like that. Not very big places to live. So this doesn't really make sense there. And then I don't feel like people here have a lot of space either. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a, weird, it's a weird thing to me. Who has yeah. enough space to make some really cool track? And then i got to rearrange my whole house for fucking Mario and his friends. <laughs> I don't just do know. it outside. In the street. I guess that's true. Then you could yeah. put fireworks in the street as you're racing in this environment. That'd be neat. There's fun <laughs> ideas with this. Get to the finish line, all these huge fireworks light off. I want to I mean, know what like. happens. Like, I would love it. Like, I mentioned the dog sitting on the track. I would love it if the other racers got to that point and they realized something was on the track and they had to go around the dog. <laughs> like, the virtual <laughs> racers that are in the game. But oh, yeah. I wonder how that would work. They're just going to race through it. They don't oh. go shit. Yeah, probably they don't care. Yeah, they're immune to it. They're just like, oh, I dog does not affect me, but it affects Mario and his friends who are in the real world, guys. Yeah. Uh, Well, we'll see. I think that's gonna be successful, just because that seems like a fun kids' toy. Yeah, yeah, especially with everyone being at home, being stuck inside. Why not? I wonder if you put, so you strap this cart onto the dog, and then you have the dog run the track. (laughs) <laughs> or what happens, you have your little brother grab the Mario Kart and just, like, run it through the track. Like, what does that do to the game? That's what I'm excited for is people just doing dumb shit. Or people, The Nintendo Switch will explode. People, like, getting a bunch of drones, right? And so you have the track in the air. So the bunch of drones are holding the rings you have to go through, and then the Mario Kart is flying under them on another that's drone. Almost,
0: that's almost like one of the levels in Mario Kart, where this you're up in the so air and it's cool. got the little propellers. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is, God, I, I missed that game. I need to play that. A bunch of people with seven drones need to do this. I want to see a flying Mario Kart course. <sighs> anyway, we also got uh, Mario 3D World. I, I never include Super. Notice that? I always just say Mario. <laughs> He's not Super yeah. to me. He's not, not that Super. I'm on a those, first name basis with Mario 3D World plus... Bowser's Fury expansion of sorts. This is the Wii U title we were waiting for. This is an excellent, excellent game. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. It came out on the same day as Pokemon Sun? It was weird. I remember going to pick it up at GameStop, and it was like, are you here for Pokemon, or are you here for Mario? I just remember people saying that. And uh, this game's great. Definitely play it. It's the reason why I'm excited for that Sackboy's Silly Adventure because it looks like the same game. Uh, but th- this game is... Do not sleep on this game. I might... This might be the first time I rebuy a Wii U game on my Switch because it was really good. And they have online co-op now. Yeah, this this is, this is might be it.
0: It looks really fun. I've, uh, I've been waiting for it to come to the Switch just because I think it'd be something fun to play with kids.
1: Yeah. And or by myself. Not- uh, it, it, it's both it's great it's not like the new super mario games multiplayer where it feels a little too competitive for me and too chaotic i feel like you can kind of all participate and it's not the chaos of those games and that is um february 12th you must have gotten this date from europa I definitely did. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. That's fine. I I remembered it was February. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Curse you. Everyone needs to use the
0: same format for the date. Confusing all of us. Freaking
1: use inches, you idiots. So simple. (laughs) Uh, And that concludes the Mario portion of the show. It was, I think... One day before a year since their last direct, and I don't know if this counts as a direct, but I, I guess I'll give it to them So well, that that's nice
0: yeah, it's really weird to have no warning about a direct, and just like all of a sudden it's like either within twenty four hours or it's like all of a sudden they just like stealth drop it. It's here just it
1: kind of odd here it is Good evil a mile and it's it, it, the strangest thing to me is we knew stuff like this had to be coming that we knew they needed some kind of fall for the switch all these weird mini directs and the paper mar being announced in a tweet all this stuff i feel like you could have just put in a direct in may or june and been done with it and no one would have been complaining this entire summer but you didn't and you just spread it out in all these weird corners i I don't know i don't know I, i mean obviously some of that probably was affected by covid but i can't imagine all of it was and It seems to me Nintendo really... They don't want to announce a date until they have a date. And so, if they couldn't, they were just going to randomly wait until the day it happens and put out a video. Yeah. That's, uh... Oh, well. That's Nintendo for you. (laughs) Yep. Two steps forward, one step back. Nintendo. Yep.
0: Alright, on to the next piece of news,
1: which was kind of
0: kind of came out a little uh maybe like an hour before the podcast kind of like a i you know i hate to even say that it's confirmed because i don't think it's fully confirmed but it seems like everyone on twitter in the gaming industry seems to be eating it up but there's been so who's this guy again <laughs> Brad? i closed the tab i don't know billy some guy named Brad. fred billy bumpkin okay so some guy <laughs> on um youtube and twitter i guess um posted a video revealing the xbox series s console um the name a picture of the console with the controller in front of it and an estimated retail price of 2.99 um so it's really hard to say if this is confirmed because when you watch his video it's 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 a little boring i mean i'm not
1: you know, that's it was a <laughs> aside, video, aside from the fact. <laughs> and it was so I watched thirty seconds I was like, I can't watch this. It doesn't seem real. It seems so fake. I hate the waffle iron design. But I'll live with it. Yeah. It's I don't know, it was boring. It was a boring video. The the guys bored me very quickly. So
0: CNET's reporting it. I mean tons of people are so his name's Brad Sam's. Um good for him.
1: Yeah. Uh 64s, reporting on it.
0: Uh <laughs> people are linking back to it so you know i don't think it's like it hasn't been confirmed by microsoft but it seems like it's it's a leak um but yeah i mean the price point would be great you know 299 we're not really it doesn't really say much about um the hard drive space Mm -hmm. really anything else i don't think um who
1: knows the video was so long and boring it might have been in there
0: yeah, I'm I didn't stick around for any of that. But I don't think he even mentioned it because I'm not seeing it in any of the reports. But
1: It seems um, real I guess like we know this weird. is real. Obviously. Yeah, I
0: mean we don't we know the series S is real for sure. But this video. with this video I don't is know. suspect. Yeah, I don't know about
1: this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but can you imagine like if if that's the price of the series hmm. S, two ninety nine, that thing is gonna sell.
1: Yeah. That thing is gonna sell. That's a good price, especially this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm the longer this goes, the more I'm thinking the PS Five is six hundred dollars. Um. And yeah, I I think this this could be killer if you have some super expensive thing on the other side and it's like, well, all right, kids, here's this three hundred dollar device. I want to know how powerful it is. Obviously, but this is this is great. Oh no, disc drive. We should mention. Yeah, it is a uh,
0: it's yeah, it's basically like the all digital edition of the Series yeah. S Series X whatever. The Series something or other. The Series whatever they're calling their next Xbox. Um yeah, it's uh you know, people are bringing up that he's followed by like reputable people like Aaron Greenberg and Greg Miller, Microsoft, all these people. So, I mean, could be a pretty legit leak. It's just uh, you know, without Nothing being fully confirmed.
1: We're going to consider it a rumor. But, okay, I have a question. Maybe you don't know the answer to this. But did he, he found, how did he come across this information? You know what I mean? And, and if he has a leak, like, okay, someone leaks to me the Series S. And then I'm, I'm going to make a video about it, all right? Do I then make the most boring, unexcited video about it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man. Have I tried ever... recording like okay from
0: can't I can't really speak on that. I've been trying to record a let's play <laughs> on Spirit Fair all day and just getting the intro out has been a struggle. So, and I know like so I know recording content isn't always easy. So, and I don't know if maybe <laughs> there's this very limited stuff he can reveal cuz maybe it's a it's just a leak to him that he's been right. waiting on getting like any sort of, not clearance, but like, hey, maybe they're about to reveal this this week and like, or maybe even
1: tomorrow. And so he's like, I can leak it now. I don't know, who knows. Why would you put out, it's a five minute video and it is boring. It is so boring. Like, be excited. Oh my gosh, this is the new Xbox. This is what it looks like. It looks like it has no disc drive. And look at this, and look at this, and look at this. But it's like, this is the Xbox. And it seems to fit in (laughs) with previous information that it is the Series S. Like, am I on NPR right now? Yeah. God, I, think, was, uh, cool. I think the
0: fact that we didn't get as much information, like we got, what, the picture of it, <laughs> the
1: fact that it's a, all That's digital the thing edition. That, other, that bothered me. <laughs> if he, it was just, like, the video is just a picture of it. Put yourself Beth, in you, there. <laughs> You've got, like, two minutes of information, buddy. Why is this thing five minutes long? Why is long? it five minutes <laughs> Why Like, put yourself in a green screen. Get a shitty green screen. I don't even care if it's just a square and you can see the background of your house. Put yourself in it so I can see you talking and excited about it. You get rid of it. Isn't that, he in it? And you have he's no enthusiasm, it. and your video is too fucking long for me to care about. I'll trust you, Sam Ellis, two first names, whatever the fuck. Okay. Brad Adams. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Brad Adams, isn't it? Brad Adams. I already forgot it. Brad I'm sorry. Adams. You know what? I'm sure,
0: I'm sure he's a great guy. Fuck him. Oh, jeez. Okay. He broke my computer I'm sure... with his shitty video. <laughs> i'm sure he's a great guy it's just hard to believe this news i'm sure he's just boring too out, but. all right moving on <laughs> go play the video right now tell me it's not boring i didn't watch all of it i didn't No, watch of
1: course of it. you didn't
0: it was you're right i i think once i got all the info i felt like that video was going to give me i was like there's no reason that to finish the a next two, three minutes two minute of this. video max
1: uh, what yeah. could he possibly be talking about for five minutes for all we know he told us how to solve world peace i don't know it might be there
0: when i so when i first started scrolling twitter and seeing pictures of it i thought it was the what is it the um adapt control the adaptive oh yeah
1: that's what i thought it was
0: and then as i got close i'm like wait that's a controller in front of it and then i started reading the headlines of like xbox series s revealed and all this stuff and and i was and then i saw the video and he was talking about how his website is like shutting down because of all the clicks right and then some guy commented dude you got like
1: five thousand views relax (laughs) Yeah, that was I the cannot start thing. La- I
0: can not stop laughing. But-,
1: <laughs> like, but, I mean, some server hosts kind of suck. So, even if you got 2,000 visits at the same time, it would crash. Um, but, yeah, you go on YouTube, but the video has, what, 15,000 views or something? Yeah, dang, that's
0: that's a lot. Because when I watched it, it was 8,000. So, that means, I mean, it's picking up steam.
1: I I'm not going to go find it on again. But, it. yeah, that's what it looked like. I, yeah. Something like that. Well,
0: I guess you know, I have a feeling they're probably gonna confirm it and tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I I'll hope they see. confirm it and this guy's wrong. <laughs> That's what I hope. Oh jeez. He's off. <laughs> Not to spite him because I do don't like this guy, but just oh, because wow. that'd be funny. <laughs> no, this is actually the series as it has a disk drive, looks completely different, and it's five hundred dollars. Like what? The, hell just <laughs> the war the war has begun. <laughs> and Sam Adams or whatever his name is has to retire. Sam
0: Adams, the war has What's begun. His name? brad adams that was close that was closer that time oh yeah for sure (laughs) all right moving on to some more news um i don't care about the quick story but you can talk about it yeah quick little update minecraft will be receiving a patch update on the playstation 4 for psvr users you'll be able to play minecraft using the psvr later this month in a patch yeah that was pretty cool for people to have it uh, it's always good when something new that people will play comes to the PSVR. Sure, exciting. I'm do that. Let's talk about this uh, NVIDIA conference, Ben. I'm gonna let you take the reins on this because I am not very tech savvy when it comes to this okay.
1: stuff, but I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts on the NVIDIA conference. So, I love it. Uh, right before <laughs> uh, this was right before the Nintendo thing. So it's been about a week now. I think it was last Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Uh, But NVIDIA revealed their 3000 series graphics cards, the new line. Right now we have like the the 2070, 2080, whatever. This is the 30, 70, 80, and 90. The 3090 is this giant beast thing that really no practical, normal, average consumer needs. But the 3080, I think it's like $700. Um, And the 3070 is 500. I, I don't... See, I wasn't paying that much attention because I don't want to buy these. <laughs> because if I pay too much attention, I will want to buy them. Uh, but those are great prices, and they're great cards. Uh, the performance, even of the 3070, is better than the 2080 Ti, which was $1,500. Um, or maybe even more. But now, like, the resale market, it's hilarious. The resale market for that card is now, like... 450. Like it just tanked its price. Yeah. Everybody. It did. It um, did. So I think the thirty eighty comes out this month and then the thirty seventy comes out next month. Again, details I did not want to pay attention to because I do not want to get into my head I need to buy new graphics cards since I already did like a year ago. Um, but this is awesome. This is 4K this is great news with ray tracing 60 FPS, if not higher. Um, it's awesome. This is way better than any of the consoles you're probably going to buy <laughs> in, yeah. in the fall. Uh, I will personally be waiting for either the, the 3080 Ti or just the 4000 series But before I, I upgrade, but this is awesome. I love NVIDIA. I'm a big NVIDIA stan, like above anything else in terms of hardware-wise. I love NVIDIA. Nice. Can do no wrong. Okay, Plus, cool. you can put the graphics card in your oven. Did you see that? Yeah, apparently
0: that's how you make it. Oh, um, it, comes, it, was... it comes in flat. You throw some water on it, yeah. put it in the oven. It's it like comes a Shrinky out, Dink. <laughs> I don't know what that Kids, is.
1: Kids, ask but... your parents about a Shrinky Dink. You don't remember what a Shrinky Dinks were? <laughs> I don't remember. It was uh, it one of those infomercial shitty about. commercials that would play on Nickelodeon in the mid-90s. And it's, it's like a little thing you would draw on and then you'd... I don't, I don't even remember now. But you'd like, pour water on it or put it in the oven or both. And then it would shrink into this little... Instead of being a paper thing, it was now like a hard whatever that was colored. I, I don't know, man. I, I just saw the commercial 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm going to Google Shrinky Dinks for you. All right. Well, Ben, not to take us back
0: to our topic we were just previously on, but there's been an update um, to the Xbox Series X and Series S news. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. So... Um, Windows Central is reporting that the Xbox Series X will be four ninety nine ninety nine. What I thought. Xbox Series S two ninety nine ninety nine. Both consoles will launch on November tenth. Ooh. You'll be able to have a, I guess, a monthly plan you can pay for. I think through like the Microsoft Store. Yeah, they were doing that with um, the <clears throat> with the One uh, X. Yeah. So Series X will have a thirty-five dollar plan, while the um, Series S will be twenty-five. They even have a little nifty video showing that the Series S is almost like
1: a—I would say probably about half the width of the Series. Does it look X. like the waffle iron? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. okay. Is Sam yeah. Adams in this video?
0: Uh, it's not.
1: Of course he's, he isn't he's I don't think. I don't think it's his.
0: It's it's Good. coming straight from Windows Central, but perfect. Yeah, looks like uh, looks like their hold- Microsoft is set to hold a press event soon to showcase the next gen console pricing. and It's uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think this means that we could hopefully expect uh Sony to reveal their price. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I'm expecting theirs
1: to be six hundred dollars. I really am. I'm, I'm yeah, I can totally see it too. I know we had that thing back in February. That was like the internals are about five hundred dollars. I don't know how, dude. That thing is packed with technology, and that controller seems to be a, a hefty boy. That thing's expensive. That thing is expensive. And they're proprietary stuff, too. It, that, this is why Microsoft can make it cheaper. It's because they're using like off-the-shelf nonsense. Sony went and made like a whole system bus that does the I.O. speeds for their hard drive faster. Like, they, they went nuts. I don't know. That, that's oh, where you get the cost. Sony. Awesome. All right, I'm gonna play this shrinky dinks commercial and the will watch. It. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, good lord! See if you can hear it. It's not, it's not playing. Oh, it's real quiet. So I'm just gonna watch it. I'm gonna let you know about shrinky dinks. So there's these kids, and they so they, it's a piece of paper, <laughs> you color it, and then it's like like a full size piece of paper, you know, eight and a half by eleven. Okay. You put it in the oven, and then it shrinks into this tiny little thing, and now you have like a hard plastic little paper toy. To to play with. They had gummy it. bears. I hate it. I didn't say it was good, but I'm okay. saying you should know about Shrinky Dinks. I, I, my, I, you know, I think I'll just have to look it up. If you I'm saw I, the I'm commercial, a- you'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, that's shit," because
0: it's shit. Oh yeah, Shrinky Dinks. Yeah, yeah. Never, never had one. Kids, <laughs> ask your parents about Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> Shrinky. Oh, there. <laughs> First thing that comes up, Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> it's. It sounds almost like a, like a racial <laughs> slur. <laughs>
1: Look at those Shrinky Dinks over there.
0: Uh, Somebody made uh, White Claw Shrinky Dinks. Oh, jeez. I do remember those. Okay, yeah. See? Never had one. Uh, No one did.
1: I I think I might have done it once or twice. Because it was like a fad thing. Maybe when I was really young. I don't know. I'll ask my mom. Hey, did you ever do Shrinky Dinks with me? (laughs) Did we ever Shrinky Dink? What? Don't talk to me.
0: Ben, we're going to skip the last story that we have because okay, I don't think good. it's super important. Um, I wanted to just mention some items that are coming out this week. Oh, you're skipping
1: the other thing. That's fine. What other thing? No, you're good. You're good. The Ubisoft thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That, I, that was kind of no yeah, news, so. I think. Yeah. Games coming out this week. Kingdom of, Kingdoms of
0: Amalur re-reckoning out this week. Oh, I can play that 8th. on my new
1: computer. Oh.
0: Oh, wait. (laughs) Um, the more I hear about this game, the more I want to actually play it. Good. Good game. Yeah, it looks good. I was watching some gameplay of it, and I was like, oh, man, it does look pretty damn good. Um, The Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon uh, DLC is coming out September 9th, a game that I still want to play that I just haven't gotten to or back to. Uh, not The Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds, um... (laughs) And then uh, Borderlands 3 continues with its DLC, Psycho, Krieg, Krieg I don't know, and the fantastic Krieg. Buster Cluck. Um, another game, you know, Borderlands 3, I just didn't really care for its release. But um, I don't know. I think it'd be still fun to play. I just, for some reason, every time I just, I, I hear about that game and I just think about the guy, what's his name? I don't even remember his name anymore. The guy in charge. Oh, uh, uh, Manny Pitchford? Guy. Yeah, I just, ugh, I just see his face and I get grossed out.
1: What does his face look like? Does it look like, like Brian
0: Adams or whatever his name is? No, maybe. Maybe they're both just the same looking. I don't know. Anyways. Games coming out. Um, some good stuff. Good stuff this week, people out there. But. Indeed. How? We're gonna move on <sighs> to games that we've been playing. <sighs> ben, I want to start because I want to tell you about a little game that I've been playing.
1: Okay,
0: cue, cue the sad music. <laughs> um,
1: that smells very happy music. So, for sad music. <laughs>
0: I know, right? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so we talked about. I think we mentioned Spirit Fair like not too long ago on a podcast, and I it just didn't seem like my cup of tea. I thought maybe it was gonna be like this narrative talking game or walking game where you just talk to people and it's sad and mopey or whatever. And I was just like, doesn't, don't even care. I don't even care. Then I listened to GameSpot After Dark. Um, I think I listened to it maybe like Friday night, maybe Saturday. And they talked about and made comparisons to things that you do in animal crossing and right away i was like oh what i'm in you got me you said you said the magic words so i downloaded it xbox game pass ultimate for the pc and i jumped in um and this game i gotta say is extremely delightful it is basically the way the game works you are a spirit fairer. You basically guide spirits from, I guess, from wherever they're sitting with their unfinished business into the afterlife. So you have, you're the new spirit fairer. So you're getting your boat, which is very like small and janky at first. And you're kind of working your way through like to different islands and upgrading your ship. You're collecting people to help manage your ship and. You're also going to be collecting spirits to guide and to do errands for, because basically they have like something that's keeping them there. And so your job is to not only keep them happy by like feeding them their favorite foods and helping them run errands, but you're also trying to figure out what's keeping them in this world and you're guiding them to the next one. So it's got some, a little bit of platforming, not like, not like platforming to where you jump and die, but like you have to jump up and, and like, get to certain areas to like get items and it's got this cool little like management sim to it because you have to manage crops and a garden on the boat and you have to keep your people that are on the boat happy you got to expand your boat you got to upgrade it you got to craft you got to collect um you got to like collect materials so that you can upgrade you got to upgrade your boat you got to upgrade your blueprint table like it's just this game that ended up being way more than I thought it was going to be. And it's just really, like, cool. Like, the animation is beautiful. It looks almost like a cartoon from, like, the ni- like the 80s and 90s, kind of. Like,
1: hmm.
0: I kind of compare the animation a little bit kind of like um, 101 Dalmatians. Like, kind of that style. Uh, but a lot cleaner. Not, like, that not gritty, I guess. <laughs> but, like, a little bit cleaner in the way the characters move and you get to hug each other in this game mm. but it's not like it's not just like grabbing two npcs and like sticking them together it's not like fall guys it's like full animated hugs and it looks like awesome like it's such a great little game and it's given me this like joy that i didn't think i would find in not in this not really in even in this game but in any game to huh. be honest and so Man, I was. It, I think it almost convinced me to give games like these, not just like this, because it's got this whole management sim thing to it. But like mm-hmm. games that give me this feel, more of a chance. So I got to give a big ups to this game because it, it's it's just such
1: a nice breath of fresh air compared to like everything else that I'm playing. Wow, I guess I got to play it. I recommend. it. I think you'd like it. I, I know I would. I downloaded it on my Xbox, I think. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's to me, I think
0: if I didn't have, like if, if there was a way to, to demo it on like anything, just to get a feel for it, or I think at the time had I like not had Xbox Game Pass, because my, my instinct was I want to play this game as soon as I heard them talk about it. I would have I would preferred it on the Switch because I think I would have definitely put more hours into it by now. Uh, maybe like four or five hours in it's like the perfect switch game Mm. and so i highly recommend anybody out there that is interested in this game and you check it out and you want to get it i recommend getting it on the switch if you don't have game pass obviously if you have game pass why why spend money anywhere else when you already have it (laughs) so but yeah it's uh it's a great little game and i'm really glad I, i like took the time to download it and play it over wasteland 3 which i started for like 10 minutes and then i was like no, I can't do this. I got to go back to Spirit Fair. Too complicated. <laughs> yeah, too complicated. There's no hug button. There's no hug button in you Wasteland. What? It's just a shoot or a punch. Ugh.
1: <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Great little game. Yeah, I keep hearing amazing things about it, so I definitely want to check it out. Yeah. Anyways, what have you been playing? Oh, man. Um, I guess small updates. Still. Chipping away slowly at Majora's Mask, I think I'm going to the fourth dungeon. I beat the third dungeon, I guess is how I'll put that. Um, so there's only four, so I'm almost nearing the end. Uh, I do want to do all the get all the masks and do a bunch of side stuff, so that's gonna take a while, but still really like it. Uh, still playing Fall Guys. Got, I think I got two, two more crowns. I don't know, I only get crowns in that Hexagon game. That's the only game I can win, or have one. Yeah. Uh, So I enjoy that quite a bit, but that kind of took a side this week. Didn't play too much of it. Um, And also still chipping away at Neo 2, which uh, I think I'm almost... Yeah, I can move to the third map now. Oh, wow. I've only once I beat Elephant Guy, I that's
0: when I stopped playing and went back to Ghost of Tsushima. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, oh, well, I took a break from, from Neo 2 for a while. So, that I might not get back to that for well, it depends on if my PC's dead or not, actually. But <laughs> uh, it might be a while till I, I get back to that. Yeah. Um, and the, let's see, finish up. I finished Doom Eternal, which was excellent. Um, very nice I hear it's really good it is really really good I think it's so much better than Doom 2016 um, obviously that's just based on memory but I, I think this is like this is the version of that game there's no reason to go back and play Doom 2016 <laughs> do you feel like it's um, is it longer than Doom 2016 I would say it is I think my play time was like 15 hours I'd have to look but my PC doesn't work um, I oh, think geez. it was uh, maybe it was 17 hours it might have been close to 17 hours. I did a lot of the collectibles and optional um, challenge areas. Really, 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 really liked it. Um, I do think it, towards the end, it's like another level. Like I was following this guide to like if I couldn't find a collectible or figure out how to get to it, I'd use the guide. And the guide was like, oh, there's, there's three more levels left. And then I got to that third level and I beat it and there was another level. Well, this guide is not doing, not doing too good. There was like another two (laughs) levels after that. Okay, it started to drag on a little bit, uh, I think, but also because I was so close to the end, I just wanted to finish it, and it just kept going. Like I thought I was right there. I thought I was at the very, very, very end, and I still had another two hours. Um, But that's kind of a good problem to have. Uh, I would say that that one enemy I brought up that's annoying, uh, you do get better at fighting him. I found a decent way to do it. Um, Part of the problem with him is that If there's other mobs in the room, it is difficult to fight both of them because they require different strategies. Like for this dude, you can only hit him or hurt him when he flashes green. So You have to be like watching him and paying close attention to him and basically just almost standing still at a perfect spot and dashing when you need to and waiting for him to do that and hitting him. Whereas with all the other enemies, you want to move constantly and never be standing still. So both of those, like, you can't fight both at the same time, and that leads to situations that aren't ideal. Um, but that being said, you only fight him maybe maybe five times in the campaign, maybe six, I don't know. But it wasn't that egregious as I thought it could have been, Yeah, uh, which is great. And I did oh. get better at fighting him. Uh, I do think the game could use a f- maybe one or two more enemy types because, again, by the end, it's like a- another mob of the same things again. Uh, the-, the only big complaints I have are with these boss fights. There are three or four, maybe it's just three, boss fights in the game that aren't good. Um, okay. They're, hmm. they're bad. They're not very well designed, in my opinion. T- well, they're well designed, but not for this game like or to be fun. Uh, there's one part- like, frustrating or they're just, like, so just not well designed overall? No, they're well designed, but they're just, like, this is not how you play the game. It, oh. it kind of goes back to the, the annoying enemy where there's this flying boss and you have to shoot her, and once you get down her shield, you, like, grapple to her and punch her. And then you have to do that, like, six times. But halfway through the fight, or even before that, maybe... The the whole arena is on fire like I can't I can't go to the floor I can only stay on these platforms because they're not on fire and then there's enemies floating around doing their thing and there's just a lot going on and I have to fight the boss and I got to worry about the floor being on fire and I got to aim this weapon to grapple to her to, to punch her when it needs to be like this isn't I feel like this is kind of a mess like this does not feel it just doesn't feel right Um, but I did, I did get that fight and I was like, okay, fine. Uh, it's, it's not the worst, but it's not, certainly not the best. But then I got to the final boss and it felt like a good 30 minutes. I was fighting this final boss because it's this giant thing and you're shooting it and you got to just keep shooting it, but there's enemies everywhere. And I can't focus on the boss when there's enemies everywhere trying to kill me. And then the boss is, like, slamming his giant hands down on the area and, like, shooting fireballs and shit. And it looked like Final Fantasy summons at certain points where there's just, like, asteroids <laughs> crashing into the environment. Uh, and then there's enemies everywhere, and it it just didn't feel fun or balanced for that. Like, I should not be in a boss fight in any game for 30 minutes. Like, this is yeah. not a WoW raid. This yeah, is, I was gonna say. <laughs> this is this Doom is Eternal. Like I should... It, this boss fight should have been 7 minutes. Like, if they had made this fight harder, but made it like a four minute battle, that could have been incredible. Or like, Oh, I pulled it off. Oh man, that was so cool. But instead it was like, I'm still fucking doing this. And if I die, I'm going to, I'm going to have to retry it. Like this is not good. And, and it really, as fun as that combat is, the boss fights just, they do not need to be here uh, in the way that they are. Like, I, I don't, I wonder if they try these boss fights without, Um, ads and they just decided they're not fun like that Um, or you need to get ammo so you have to have weak enemies around it's like fodder Uh, because I feel like if if you were just fighting this giant thing or that or the flying lady that could have been a fun fight where it's a one-on-one I gotta figure out how to do this okay she's doing that attack I dodge here perfect but there's just so much chaos going on it doesn't quite last right. And the problem with those fights is they end up lasting longer than any normal encounter would. And it, you start feeling like this is ridiculous. <laughs> this, is, this is too much. Um, <laughs> everything else I love about the game. Um, the only other minor thing is the checkpoint system is really weird. And uh, the checkpoint system is really good. Like you're not going to lose progress, but there's also these one-ups you pick up and they, they, They work as lives, right? So if you're in a combat encounter and you die, you'll just get revived to use one of your extra lives. Makes total sense. But if you you have three lives and you lose all three lives and then you die, and then you go back to the checkpoint, right? You lose all those lives you had. The checkpoint does not keep how many lives you had when you got to the checkpoint. So Hmm. if you fail at that combat, like, oh, this is a really tough combat encounter, and I used my two lives I had, and then I died, now i got to do that tough combat encounter again, but I don't have my extra lives. So, like, why are oh, you giving sucks. away extra lives? Yeah. And the extra lives are there to help players that aren't as good, but if the players aren't as good, they're probably using the extra lives, and they might be failing, and then they don't have the extra lives. Like, it's this really weird Weird system. It never like halted my progress. I didn't die that many times, but I did run out of them, and I did at one point have like one life and then i lost it and i died i was like well now i have to do this i have to do this boss fight now with no extra lives okay let's see how that goes and that just feels like a weird element that's not properly implemented i don't know it it doesn't make any sense for the checkpoint to delete your lives if you lose them all that's that's that feels unfair
0: yeah, that could be frustrating, especially if you die a lot, and then suddenly it's like, well, now I don't have the extra padding of the extra lives to go yeah. again in this round.
1: Yeah, like, I'm clearly already having trouble with this area. I died against this fight twice. Now I gotta do it without extra lives? Like, well, that's harder. Yeah. Um, but, again, the few times that did happen, it, it wasn't like I got stuck. I think the most I was ever stuck was on that flying girl boss just because I I had to play the game so differently from how I was playing it. Um, Because it's like the small arena, half the shit's on fire. It just, I don't know, it was a cool boss, but not for this game. It did not fit this game exactly. Everything else about it, I loved it. Thoroughly recommend Doom Eternal. Um, So much better to me than 2016. And this was the first next-gen game I played. Like As I was finishing it up, I'm looking at it like, this is, this is next gen. Because I was playing this in 4K max settings. Like, it looks phenomenal. Uh, and then my computer died right after I beat it, so... Oh, bummer. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Um, but Doom Eternal <laughs> is great. It only cost my whole fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did finish the game, because I was going to stop and be like, <sighs> I guess I won't finish it for the podcast, but I pushed through. I'm glad I did, because my computer... Would not have worked. Then I'd be, like, on the final boss. Oh, and you didn't get to finish it. Yeah, I wouldn't get to finish it. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. Womp womp. Womp. So I did get back into
0: Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Um, I got the... Uh, so I got the two different moves. So the one where you kind of, like, you hold down L1, R1, and then he, like, flashes and kills, like, three people or whatever. Quickly. Oh, like, the... he, like, yeah, zooms yeah, yeah. past um and then i got the other one i think it's like ghost mode or whatever where everything turns like black and white yeah and it the wind it's just like windy or something <laughs>
1: the um, wind is windy it's like windy or that something that was yeah, one your, of my favorite your uh story moments of the game when you yeah. get that and he's just like fuck it <laughs> I'm killing yeah that fools. part
0: that part was really cool was um good. i'm still in act two i think there's there's still so much I, i'm going back to finish clearing out the first section I am liking the game again. I think I just needed a break from it for some reason. Um, But now that I'm going back, I'm really kind of starting to really like it again. And I think there's still just some frustrating things with the combat that I don't like. But I think now, now that when you do encounter groups, because that's what the game wants you to do. Like it wants you to fight these giant groups of people. And it's not, once you have these other two skills, like it's not as frustrating anymore. Now that I have, the two smoke bombs compared to the one and the sticky bombs that can hit people the shields like the gameplay with these groups of people isn't as frustrating i just i the thing i love the most is like the one on one duels that you have with people that part's really fun um mm. and the story of course the story's really good and the characters are really cool um i just got to like the part where you're helping the monks so that part was really cool and then i played more final fantasy 14 i'm i'm like maybe midway through heaven's ward i think um and i'm starting to really hit like the dungeon heavy part of it i think because i'm starting to get a lot of dungeon and like duties and stuff which have been really cool and i think i'm going to start picking up samurai as another class that i'm gonna play because you can start it at level 50 and the only thing that you need is to own stormblood and to have a level 50 in either like disciples of war or magic which we already have because we're like both sure. at level 60 so like even if you wanted to do it you could so i think i did do the um,
1: quest to get it and i just yeah it's it's like pretty simple
0: yeah it's like here you want to do it okay here you here, go go talk to this guy yeah so i've already got like the first part of that done um because it looks i was watching some gameplay of it and i was like god this this looks fucking rad as a samurai it <laughs> so, sounds cool yeah Ah, oh, god that game just like sucked me back in but um I wanna get through Spirit Fair because I'm really loving that game. And then I think goes Tsushima. I'm like I'm kinda of going back and forth with those two, really, just kind of juggling them back and forth. And then when like when I need something that just take just that I can kind of uh play without paying too much attention, like if I'm listening to podcasts or watching a video or something like that, I'll play Final Fantasy, because Final Fantasy is kind of just like Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over again for the most part.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, did you have any other games you were playing? Yes, I, fin- I spent a lot of the week because I wanted to finish it. I was playing so many games, I just wanted to finish some of them. Uh, it's annoying playing 17 things at once. So I finished AI The Somnium Files, which I talked a lot about last week. I did all the endings, Well you kind of have to, to to truly beat the game. Um, I got the Platinum. Oh, dang. Mainly because platinum. the Platinum's really easy. <laughs> it took like an hour after I beat the game to finish up. um but i i really like that game i i think it deserves to be on the same pedestal as a danganronpa and talked about like that i loved the story i loved the twists that went along with it there are so many great moments of like zigzag turns with it uh, i mentioned where because it like forks in the road kind of splits and you go down this path you go down this other path several times well i had found this one path and it like, it had these revelations at the end. Of it. it was like, what the fuck is this? And then it stopped, and it said, like, hey, you gotta play more of the story before you can see this. So I did, and I got to the very end of everything else. I uh, got, like, three other endings, and then got to the end of this other ending, and it did the same thing. And then the camera pans back to that other ending I got, like, ten hours ago, and it unlocks it. So, like, now you can play this. This is awesome. And then... You get to the point where you're interrogating the, the serial killer and it's like, what were you doing on this day? What were you doing on day two, day three, day four? And it, this person just goes into it and you see the answers to all the questions you had all get revealed. Everything comes together. There are certain things that are pretty obvious, but there are other things that are like, this is way convoluted and, and I love how bizarre it is. Uh, really, really cool game. Uh, it starts playing with kind of like multiple realities in certain plot hmm. lines. And it's, it's really, really good. I, I, if you want a story, I don't know, just a visual. I, a visual novel seems really reductive because it felt to me more like I'm watching, maybe not watching a movie, but I'm reading a book or, or something, but with a visual component. It was excellent. Really, really loved that game. Um so so glad I... I don't even remember why I put it on my Gamefly queue. I don't remember why at all. I think I just like, <laughs> oh, this is a thing I've heard of, and I clicked okay. Um, but really loved it. Highly recommend nice. it. I think... I think... I go back and look... Let me pull this up. If I go back and look at my game of the year for last year. What did I say? Yeah, I would have put this probably above... Yeah, this would have been my top five of last year. Yeah, for sure. Okay.
0: Wow.
1: And that's it. Nice.
0: Sounds like a good game. It is a good game. Um, are you thinking of checking out
1: Wasteland 3? On my computer that works? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> when when you <laughs> when you revive it? <laughs> I downloaded it on my computer, yeah. Okay, cool.
0: So. Yeah, I'm thinking of jumping into that... Um, once I get a game off my list. I'm not sure which one, but... Right, right. Well, yeah, now, it's, you know... I, I wanted I, I to did, focus I... on uh, oh, Neo
1: 2. Okay. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah, I gotta get back to Neo 2. Well, finish Tsushima. That's true. I do need to finish Tsushima.
0: Cool. All right. Well, Ben? Yes. I think that's gonna do it for us here this week. We got some... What a, What a great day to do... <laughs> the podcast right. cuz we got that Xbox news. News, news, um, news, 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 news So you know, every now and then Monday blesses us with that. Um but yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks again everybody for hanging out, for listening, for sharing, for uh subscribing to the podcast. Uh you can always catch us here every week or you can catch us live on twitch.tv/littlelesscheckpoint. Uh we'll be back recording Sundays um, just a special Labor Day celebration. Reach out to us over. Happy uh, Labor Day! Reach out to us over Final Checkpoint at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter at the Joelness, at Ben Runnings, hashtag Final Checkpoint. Um, don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, you can also find us over at thegamefanatics.com and we will catch you guys next week. Goodbye. <laughs>